need to make a plan and and to start taking actions and and to be really action oriented and that was when i started to see some traction is when i focused on you know what are the actions i can do every day that i think will lead me towards having a community in this new place in this episode we'll be talking about moving internationally during the pandemic finding your community and facing your fears We'll dive right into Amber Haggerty's creator story, understand how her process of finding her community and immersing herself in a new country. Be sure to listen in to hear all the details. Hello, my wonderful beasties. It's Tina, your host. Welcome to The Courageous Inner Beast. Here, in, t- in today's episode, we have Amber Haggerty, who runs a blog called Amber Everywhere. This is a site that is dedicated to encouraging others to travel and its mission is to bring in a sense of belonging, purpose, and empathy that travel has to offer. She's currently living in Europe right now and writing her experiences while living abroad. So thank you, Amber, for joining us. Hey, Tina. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. Um, thank you. Um, what, is your, what is your courageous story that you would like to share? Yeah. Uh, so I, I'll start my story a little bit earlier. I have always loved to travel and I studied abroad, uh, lived abroad when I was in college. I went to Jordan. And so I, I fell in love with travel when I was in my 20s, late teens, early 20s. And when I was kind of in 2020, um, during the pandemic, I just kind of spent a while looking at my life and looking at what I wanted. And decided, you know, I'd always, my partner and I'd always kind of talked about moving abroad and what it might be like to move to Europe. And we were on a walk one day and I said, you know, and I I kind of did a little bit of an inventory and I was like, you know, everything's online. Um, We're not going anywhere anytime soon. Maybe now, even though it feels in some ways like the weirdest time to do it, maybe now is actually the perfect time to move abroad. And that set in motion, sorry, set in motion, this whole set, we we did ultimately move to Ireland and we moved probably within a few months of that conversation and have been here since, so almost two and a half years. And, uh, you know, when I was thinking about courage, you know, I think, I think any travel requires courage, but moving abroad definitely you know, required me to grapple a lot with, with my fear of what might it be like to live somewhere else? What might it be like to, you know, that was during the pandemic. What might it be like to move during the pandemic? What might it be like to try to make friends or to try to integrate? And, and so there were all of these ways that I felt really anxious, even though I knew kind of deep down that it was what I wanted to do. And so when when um, when I was thinking about the most, I've asked myself at different times in my life, like what is the most courageous thing I could do right now? And I think that, you know, for in 2020 when I was looking at my life, I thought, you know, the most courageous thing I could do would be to move abroad. And so that's that's a little bit about my story and and kind of how I how I decided to make the move. Wait, was it like like in the heart of? the heart of the pandemic because you know like in America in America it was it everything shut down like in March was mm-hmm. it right before that or right 
literally after sometime in 2020 after March that you said okay partner let's go <laughs> so. <laughs> so I we had planned a trip um on March 20th 2020 to visit yeah. his parents in Philadelphia and I don't know I know that March was maybe the longest month of all of our lives but yeah. um <laughs> <too> <laughs> <the> long. <laughs> March 9th we was when we started looking and and I remember looking at um you know what is the coronavirus and what do we need to do and um and and my partner being like oh we should probably like wipe down the seats when we get on the airplane and so it was it was kind of in this weird moment because it was only a few days after that the lockdown started but we kind of left like I think even if we had booked a flight two days later, we wouldn't have gone, but it was just this, it was just this kind of perfect moment. And so we found ourselves in Philadelphia and we weren't going to fly back. Um, So we stayed, we were in Philadelphia and we had been there for a while since, since March. And this decision probably happened in July, I want to say. So we had been there for a while and, you know, we're kind of thinking You couldn't go back home. Like when you flew to, you couldn't fly back home because of the pandemic? Mainly, we or? could well we kind of decided not to we were living in a tiny apartment in boulder colorado and so it didn't um it wasn't the most appealing option to go share a shoebox <laughs> yeah no that makes <laughs> well we both well we both had conference calls <laughs> yeah. wait so does it mean like when you were when you made that decision in july you made the decision in july or you moved in july I'm so I, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think we probably made the decision in June or July of 2020, mm-hmm. and then we moved in August. Okay. So, as I'm That's saying why. it out loud, it was it was quick, but I, it must have been you know it must have been June because it took us a little while to get the paperwork together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing it was probably June that we actually had that conversation. Uh, okay, because I'm just thinking like. Were, were airlines still open during that time too? Because, you know, like some, when start to really dive down, I mean, it hit, it hit them hard, the airlines, definitely. But I'm curious of like, was there anyone on the flight with you? <laughs> like, it just started. It just started. <laughs> and everyone's like, I don't know. We had, I'll tell you, I, there were a few other people. We definitely had our whole row to ourselves. And we had N95s. And we had masks over the N95s and we had like face shields. Um, So we, it was, yeah. And I just, I remember when we went to do the passports, um, we had to take everything off so they could see our faces. Mm -hmm. And I remember like holding my breath because I was really afraid. Um, And yeah, so it was a very strange experience to move at that point. And there were, there were a few people, Ireland never officially shut down for travelers but you know we we were literally like we when we needed to eat something we like put it up through the mask <laughs> like we were yeah in there they that way yeah exactly and and when we got to Ireland we quarantined um but yeah it was a very strange experience to fly because there there were not a lot of other people but it wasn't an, an entirely empty flight yeah. um but yeah. <laughs> did you also have pets too, or didn't have any that you were? Oh, that's so good. No, we didn't. That, have that, any pets. that would just be another layer of like, yeah. how do we bring our babies to Ireland? <laughs> like, how do we do this? Do you keep them in Philadelphia? Like, do do? <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah. And I actually, I know other people here who moved almost exactly at the same time we did. So I, I almost wonder if all the other people on the plane were moving with us, you know, <laughs> in retrospect. Yes. Maybe. Or they're just traveling. They're like, oh, um, we're stuck now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so taking the big leap, how did, how would you have, like, what did you learn about moving to Ireland and during that traveling, during that time for you, finally moving over and stuff like that? Yeah, I think in the process of moving, I learned that I think that uh, it was a moment where I really had to trust myself and I had to, I, I had like, an or a deck of oracle cards and I would do readings and I would be like, okay. And I would sit with it and I would think about it. And I was journaling a lot of the time. And there were, you know, I, th I think in that process of being anxious about flying, I mean, I was very anxious about the flight, um, being anxious about what would happen if it didn't go well, what would happen, you know, what would it look like if it went really well, like trying to, trying to come up with a positive vision and also, you know, make space for my own anxieties and fears and, uh, and all of the ways that it felt like a big step, you know, I, I had to kind of hold both of those things internally. And I think that the process of doing that meant that when I arrived, I think I was, I think I actually arrived feeling relatively centered. I think I had done a lot of work in the kind of lead up to, both make a kind of positive vision and uh and make space for myself and when when we arrived not that it was not that there weren't moments that was that were not that there weren't scary moments but i think overall i felt a sense of trust in myself that it was the right thing to do um and mm -hmm. and that i think was a was a big experience for me i've never moved abroad before so that was my first kind of time um, that, you know, I, and that, that was my first time having that experience. And then I think there was a lot of work after that I hadn't necessarily anticipated around the kind of mechanics of moving to a new country and, and establishing yourself somewhere new. Um, yeah. but I, I, yeah, but that, I think in that moment, I'm really proud of myself for how courageous I was able to be in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you like you said, trust is a big factor of like moving, uprooting your whole life, living in the living in America, and then boom to a new, a new different country. So it makes sense. I was like feeling anxious and deciding like, okay, did like making all the mechanics of like, did I even make the right decision for myself? Like even taking mm -hmm. that big leap, sometimes there's like those inner thoughts that factor in of am I making the right decision? Like we're going together, but we don't know all the ins and outs of how to live and living abroad. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. So would you have done, would you have done it differently if you? I think I would have done, I would have done a lot of things differently. Yeah. I'm thinking back to that moment of deciding to move. And I, I feel really proud of how I, how I manage that. I think that 
I think that once, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that once I arrived, I, you know, and I'll, I'll just say this in case anyone else is thinking about moving abroad. I think I underestimated how much and how quickly I would need community and how hard it might be to find once, you know, with both with being in a new country, but also with the the pandemic and the kind of social restrictions. Um, so I, I think, you know, if I have anything that I wish I had done differently, I would say, you know, even starting minute one, um, making closer connections with my friends at home, and then also finding ways to integrate, even if online, uh, with with either the expat community or the local communities in in Ireland. I think I had always kind of assumed I would just make friends the way I always had, which was kind of happening upon them and, you know, growing those connections organically. And just the fact that our jobs were online and we were living somewhere rural and there were the lockdowns, it just, you know, I, I, that, that I would say would be the thing I would have, I wish I would have done differently and I wish I would have done it right away. So how long, so what you're saying is you wish you made connections right off, like pretty much the minute you got off the plane, like, hi, I'm Amber. (laughs) So like, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Like building, like you said, building a community, making connections. Um, How long did it take you to finally build your community after you landed on that too? I would say honestly, probably about a year and a half to really start feeling some community. And yeah, I, yeah. yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> and it wasn't that we didn't meet anyone or didn't Ooh. know anyone. But before I felt like I had a community, it was it was quite a while. And I think that the I, I think that one thing I wish I had done, and I'm, I'm just saying this, you know, in case anyone else is 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 interested is, is, you know, Facebook groups for expats, like Bumble, BFF, all, and, you know, those kind of places where people congregate are so great for meeting people. And I think had I looked there, I could have probably, even if I never met them face-to-face, you know, could have done Zooms or we could have done, you know, social happy hours or something like that. Like, and I, I think, you know, I th- I think I underestimated how how much effort it would take, uh, just because I had it was new to me and I had never done it before, um, and also, you know, underestimated how different the social context would be than anything I'd ever uh, mm. experienced before. Okay, and is it the social like you know taking these small courageous steps, even though you underestimated it? How is um the social aspect in Ireland compared to in America so I know you say you can just use online but is it also kind of similar or yeah it's I would say in general Ireland is a more social place I think once the kind of lockdowns lifted once the kind of lockdown lift lock sorry once the lockdowns lifted uh it was much easier to meet people we just you know, if you go into a pub or something, there's people around and it's it's easier to strike up a conversation than I found it in, say, Denver. Yeah. But I would say that the couple things are very different. Um, you know, some of my 
some of the friendships that I valued the most since being here are with other expats. And I didn't, I didn't, I think I had kind of counted that out. I had kind of assumed that that wouldn't be important to me um, because I wanted to to integrate into the new place. And I, I think I, you know, I think one of the more courageous things I did when I went out to, to start making community is to really cast a broad net and to be very intentional. So I, uh, I went on Bumble BFF and I would talk to people and I would, you know, make a point of getting off the app and I would try to get a coffee or try to go for a walk or, um, and this was after the lockdowns were starting to lift. So yeah. later on in the story, but, but yeah, I, I, I decided I needed to take it really seriously and to use all of the tools. And so I, I went to meetups and I tried to talk to people and tried to set up new, um, new friend groups. And one thing that I did that I had never really done a lot of is host people. So I would invite people over and I, it was kind of a courageous act and it's on its own because I had never been one to kind of organize big group get togethers. And the first few times I was nervous. I was, oh, are people going to want to come? Is this going to be fun? And, you know, what do people like to do? And I kind of noticed the more I did it, the easier it got. And now I've never been someone to just kind of throw together a group, but now I feel like I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is something I definitely learned from, from having so many opportunities to practice while I was trying to trying to find my own community once I got here. Yeah. That's in it itself was a lot, you know, like moving, like moving. And on top of that, trying to find your community on top of that too, it's like doing something you've never done before. And on top of that, I was like, huh, is this going to work? How's people going to react? It was like, so like yeah. there's just a lot of layers into just, oh, just taking the leap to move. Cause there's, like you said, like the most important thing that you underestimated was finding your community. And that is, that's huge because when you're in a community, we are human beings. We're social beings that need community, a sense of belonging. And yeah, sometimes we do underestimate, like sometimes I do too. And it's like, especially when I moved to my new city, I was like, oh, okay, I don't have any. It's fine. I got this. I've done this before. And then I'm like, crap. Never mind. I never. I need more help than this. I need to find more. I need to find people. And so. Yeah, and it's and it's you need different. It's. I think that one thing about moving that I hadn't thought about or hadn't really tried to solve before, even though I had moved, I had moved. I'd really only moved twice before in my life. I had moved to college where everybody else also just moved. So you have this yeah. kind of different <laughs> environment. And then I moved back home to a place where I had grown up. And so, um, so this was my first time kind of moving as an adult to a third place. And I, I think that one thing that really held me back was feeling like I should have it all figured out, getting caught in the shoulds. I should be better at this. I should have friends by now. I should have community by now. And I think when I kind of took that and said, you know, okay, but I don't. So I need to, I need to, I need to make a plan and and to start taking actions and, and to be really action oriented. And that was when I started to see some traction is when I focused on, you know, what are the actions I can do every day that I think will lead me towards having a community in this new place. Mm -hmm. And, 
And that took a lot of saying, you know, honestly, it doesn't matter that it's hard or, or not that it doesn't matter that it's hard, but, but rather it's okay that it's hard and I'm going to do it anyway. And yeah. I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to fail a few times yeah. and I'm going to, you know, go on coffees with people that don't like me or that I don't like them, or it just has no spark and I'll keep trying and I'll keep yeah. going. And, um, and yeah, and, and I, I think that actually took a tremendous amount of courage, especially after so long of being in Ireland and, and doubting if it was going to happen for me. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense because so many feelings can coexist and you're like, okay, I know I'm feeling this, but I'm going to do it anyways. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm just going to do it. And then so, <laughs> you know, like, you're definitely, um, yeah, that is, it in itself, when you're already scared and feeling like all sorts of feelings of whether this friendship is going to work, even if you or the person may not mesh or are com- compatible, you try again. You mm-hmm. again and again and again. And now you're in this space where you have your community now, you know, because you kept trying, action, like you said, action, actionable steps every single day and versus like doing the shoulds and would'ves. Mm-hmm. Shoulda, would have could've, all that, you know, and just having your ruminating in your mind all the time. Like you're just like, okay, do this today. And so, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. And so thank you so much for um, speaking. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Amber. I really appreciate it. And everything that you mentioned, it's relatable of like moving abroad and finding your community and learning all the little steps in order to get where you are now. From everything, so everything that you have learned what is one, what's your, what will be your quote to what you like to share to the listeners? So this is a mantra. I didn't, I didn't make this up. I just, I heard it somewhere probably on TikTok, um, but, <laughs> but it was, I, it's been really powerful for me and it's, I am not afraid to be seen trying. And I think that that really captures, I, I think it's okay to let ourselves be new at something or let things be hard for us or to do things that aren't, I, I think I worked towards making it feel okay to, to do things and to be bad at them and to continue to be bad at them and to <laughs> do them anyway, because it is bringing me joy or it's helping me get to where I want to go. Um, and, and helping me deal with how imperfect I and life can, can be sometimes. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing. That's so great because just try again. Like, like even you're just gonna like, do it again. And so, um, yes, thank you so much for sharing that, and thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it and sharing your story. Um. So yeah, thank you. So thank you everyone for listening in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit the follow button wherever you're listening, and. Um, check out for new episodes every Tuesday on the Courageous Inner Peace. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoy our conversation and want to get connected with Amber Haggerty, please look at the show notes for links and more information.